Alabama Church is working with the state to provide COVID-19 testing for up to 500 people a day. A copyright infringement lawsuit leveled against Katy Perry by Christian rapper Flame has a big snag. We'll tell you all about it. And finally, John Foreman has some fresh music for your self-quarantine needs. That's all ahead. This Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by our church leadership podcast, Called. Each week on Called, church leaders, activists, and innovators, including Rob Hoskins, Eugene Cho, John Eldridge, Rebecca Lyons, N.T. Wright, Kim Walker-Smith, Darius Daniels, and tons of others come on to talk about how churches can meet the needs of their local communities, their congregations, and also equip church leaders with the tools they need to more effectively minister. We also talk about the needs that pastors face every day and church leaders face every day from protecting their own mental health and and incorporating soul care practices to protecting the, the marriages of people in ministry. This week, of course, was all about the coronavirus and how churches can effectively respond. If you're in church leadership or know someone who is, be sure to check out Called wherever you get your podcast. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, how's it going, man? It's going all right, Jesse. How are you? Good. Just, uh, you know, we're still in this, um, you know, kind of quarantine, self-isolation, and mm-hmm. everyone's doing their social distancing. Kind of a weird time, but there's an encouraging story today about the Church of the Highlands in Alabama, uh, one of the largest churches in America. It's actually pitching in to help with the corona pandemic in a really cool way. Tyler, tell us what's going on with Church of the Highlands. So Church of the Highlands is a non-denominational multi-site church that has the second largest congregation in the U.S. actually. It's partnering with state officials to provide coronavirus testing at its Grandview campus. Due to the scarcity of resources, the tests will be restricted to people who are displaying symptoms or have had direct contact with someone who's been diagnosed with COVID-19. The church will be able to administer 500 tests a day and the results will become available within 72 hours. The test is administered via a brief nasal swab and all persons are being asked to remain in their cars for their health and safety, according to a joint press release from the Christ Health Center in Church of the Highlands. The church's testing site will be open from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily. You can find more details on their website. We've got a link to that at relevantmagazine.com. So if you live in the area there and you think you're displaying symptoms or you've been traveling or came into contact with somebody who has been confirmed to have COVID-19, you can figure out how to go get your test over there. Now, Tyler, they're actually doing more than just doing the test. They're actually helping with some of the financial burden as well. Isn't that right? Yeah, so anybody who takes the test is going to be billed via their insurance provider at this time. But Church of the Highlands is setting up a fund for those who don't have health insurance so that no one will be turned away for inability to pay. That's their words there. Church of the Highlands pastor Chris Hodges preached to an empty auditorium last Sunday like many pastors in America did, but his sermon was live streamed for the congregation at home. According to the Christian Post, Hodges urged the church to think of others and encourage them towards hope. He said, quote, our city needs us right now. The people around us need us right now and people are discouraged. They think the sky is falling. This is serious. Make no mistake about it. This is a global pandemic. It's a serious issue. We are going to survive this. I know we are. 
Oh, that's a, certainly a, an encouraging story. And we're going to try, I actually just got off the phone with Church of the Highlands, and we're going to try to have someone from their church on the relevant pod on the Friday show to oh, kind of cool. talk about these efforts and, and just, you know, what it's like be, kind of being on the front lines a, as a church. So uh, be sure to tune into the relevant podcast on Friday and hear someone talk about from the church, one of the pastors there, talk about the efforts. Awesome. Uh, Tyler, are there any other kind of general COVID-19 updates? Uh, well, as a, the, the Center for Disease Control's most recent report, the U.S. currently has about 4,226 confirmed cases of COVID-19, though that number is expected to climb sharply as testing becomes more widely available. As of Tuesday evening, there have been 75 COVID-19-related deaths. Uh, we did receive words. This is some news that will probably interest people who grew up in the, the Christian culture bubble a little bit. Uh, Sandy Patty has tested yeah. positive for COVID-19. She is in self-isolation with her husband. She was traveling, started to not feel well, uh, so she she qualified for one of the tests at this time and uh, urged other people to stay home, do their part to flatten the curve, which I know most people listening to this hopefully are. And if you aren't, time to get on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Tal, let's take a break from the COVID news. Uh, <laughs> that's been overwhelming people's psyches and the news cycle to another story we've been following for a couple of years now, man. We were talking about how long we've been on oh, this man. beat. <laughs> and it's a story about Christian rapper Flame and Carrie pa- and Katy Perry's legal beef. Uh, about whether or not she copied one of his, uh, 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 you know, kind of beats in one of his songs in her hit single, Dark Horse. Tyler, what's the update from today? All right. So we have been following this forever. I feel like I've been writing about this for uh, most of my real. I've been writing about this for most of my relevant career. Back in July, a jury ruled that Katy Perry and her team ripped off Flame for Dark Horse. Flame claimed that a signature part of her hit single infringed on the copyright of a song he had released. That song was called Joyful Noise. Here is a comparison from SoundCloud that was put together by Rapzilla. jury heard these samples and heard the arguments including from you know music experts and, and sound experts the jury actually found it pretty convincing uh, what was their ruling back in july yeah, I think it was a surprise to a lot of people, but they decided that uh, Perry owed $2.8 million to Flame. However, following an appeal, a judge has now overruled that decision. She wrote, quote, because the sole musical phrase that plaintiffs claim infringement upon is not protectable expression, the extrinsic test is not satisfied, and plaintiffs' infringement claim 
even with the evidence construed in the plaintiff's favor, fails as a matter of law. So essentially, uh, U.S. District Court Judge Christina Snide believes that the part of the song in dispute just isn't original enough to be copyrighted. What else did she write in the ruling, Tyler? Yeah, so she wrote, quote, It is undisputed in this case, even viewing the evidence in the light most favorable to the plaintiffs, that the signature elements of the eight-note ostinato in Joyful Noise is not a particularly unique or rare combination, even if its deployment as an ostinato. Prior compositions, including prior works composed by the parties, as well as what all agree is a separate non-infringing ostinato and dark horse, all contain similar elements. So following the ruling, Perry's attorney was, of course, pretty pleased and told Billboard, quote, in a well-reasoned and methodical decision, the court properly vacated the jury verdict, finding that Dark Horse does not infringe joyful noise as a matter of law. This is an important victory for music creators and the music industry, recognizing that music building blocks cannot be monopolized. The creators of Dark Horse stand vindicated. That is a victory for Team Perry. Kind of <laughs> depends. Uh, I don't know if we, I would build this up to quite the, the matter of a social justice issue that Katy Perry's attorneys did here. But uh, but definitely, uh, I'm sure that for a lot of music makers, songwriters who are watching this, it is an important point. There, there is something here that they need to be aware of regarding what kind of music they can and can't get in trouble for in the future. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, interesting story. And if there are more developments, which who knows if this story will <laughs> seems, ever die. Seems likely we'll, enough. We'll bring it. <laughs> well, Tyler, finally, let's, let's end on... Uh, a good note, literally a good note. Oh, uh, John Foreman, uh, he got some. He got a, a self quarantine soundtrack for us. Uh, he's put one together for us this week. He knows a lot of people are at home. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people have an anxiety. A lot of people are just kind of bummed out and alone and isolated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's doing something pretty cool. Tell us what he's got going on. Yeah. So this social distancing, it's been difficult for me. I'm sure it's been difficult for you, Jesse. It's been difficult for a lot of people. Uh, and it's especially difficult if you're a big extrovert or if you like watching live music. Uh, so John Foreman, the frontman of Switchfoot, is here to help. He recorded a stripped down version of his song, Joy Invincible. I've seen a lot of musicians, singer songwriters doing this, just putting their yeah. music out there for free. So people have something to do, some new content to consume while they're stuck at home. And John Foreman is actually going to put out a song every day this week. So you can go check him out if you follow him on, on Twitter. You, or you should. It's not quite the same as a concert, but uh, it's it's something different from the. It's, it, it takes you away. It takes you off Twitter for a little bit, which is probably a, a good thing for most of us. Here's a little clip of that Joy Invincible song he put out. I'm singing hallelujah, nevertheless, you're the song the pain couldn't destroy. Hallelujah, nevertheless, you're my joy invincible, joy invincible joy. You're my joy invincible, joy invincible. Tears when my eyes when the phone rings. And Tyler, like I said, he's doing it all week. Uh, can you play one more clip? I feel like people, this is a day we could use one more clip. One more, okay, got one more clip for you. He posted this take on Vice Versus, and in that video description, he explained, quote, when words fail and I can't seem to find any answers for the storm surrounding me, I pick up a guitar. So this week, we want to give you a song a day. I don't have the answers, but I do know that love and melody can remind us to have hope and to be kind to one another. Music has always been there for
for me. I hope you can find some comfort in it too. Love to your friends and family. Stay safe out there. So thank you very much, John. Here's that last clip. Resurrection every time I fall. You got your babies, I got my hearses. Every blessing comes with a set of curses. I got my vices, got my vice verses. I got my vice verses. The wind could be my new obsession. You can go listen to the whole thing over at relevantmagazine.com and uh, stay on. Stay tuned for, to John Foreman for the rest of the week for more songs just like that. Sounds good. Tyler, thank you, man. Thanks, Jesse. All right, well, you can read more about those stories. Check out the clips and the songs and check out everything else we're covering today over at relevantmagazine.com. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Get our other podcasts. And don't forget, we're going to be here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Hey, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow.